1: And I'm just a super nerd.
0: Listeners, I hope you can keep a secret. Because this week, Sarah and I are dishing about Christmas. But now I just realized, actually, they don't have to keep a secret. Because although we're dishing about Christmas in advance, something about the, like, do-do-do-do-do. time warp situation <laughs> is going to make it so it's not a secret anymore. I'm not exactly sure what's
1: happening, Sarah. Did you just did you just Wayne's World? Wayne's right World there? forever and always, of course. Okay, I just I just I was just checking to make sure. that I was... mean, I could have just a jump to the left as well.
0: <laughs> um, that's a classic. Those are definitely my preferred I
1: mean, time warp. I, I wish warps. I could do the like the Scooby Doo sound. That one? <laughs> that was pretty close. It was not quite right, but it was pretty close. Uh, I, I
0: didn't realize how many Time Warp sounds there were until I just was, like, trying to choose my favorites. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but then there's... There, and then there... Oh, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, Think we about could even that start minute, singing the Time Warp song, which was All the Rays when I was in seventh grade.
0: Well... All of this to say we're in some sort of skewed timeline because we, Sarah, are doing a super grown-up thing and we're planning ahead. I don't know who we are. (laughs) Something about adulthood happened in the course of recording this podcast, and now we're being thoughtful and giving ourselves like the holiday week off. Duh.
1: (laughs) I mean, so what you're saying is that somehow over six and a half years of podcasting, we figured out that we can record in advance sometimes in order to actually have a holiday.
0: Has it really been six and a half years? That's what I took away from
1: what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming up to six and a half. I think we started in August-ish. It's a little disturbing that it took that long to
0: figure it out. <laughs> but that's okay. Let's just ignore that and congratulate ourselves on the accomplishment I, and I I be positive. Patting
1: myself, I'm patting myself on the back right now.
0: I will say this was... no, I don't often have the good ideas. So, of course, I let you listeners know when they happen. <laughs> this was my idea, by the way. Yeah. I was like... Oh, look at look at this, Sarah. We could just do see this little magic thing. We could just record an extra one right here. And then, poof, we don't have to work over Christmas and New Year's. Um, and you were pretty much like Elaine on Seinfeld with the two thumbs up dance. Like, I couldn't see you, but I was pretty sure it was either that or jazz hands happening on the other side of the oh, screen. Oh, I
1: am so doing the Elaine dance right now. It's a thing. <laughs> and it looks... Just as cool as when Elaine does it, let Uh me tell you.
0: I can hear your your voice changing by that (laughs) Elaine dance. My dad does that in public on purpose to embarrass us and our children. Like when we go camping in the summertime, there's like a Friday, Saturday night dance party thing at the campground and he will legit go on the stage and do the Elaine dance. (laughs)
1: That. is epic
0: yeah it's pretty funny because he's really it. cool he's like he's a speedboat guy he's got a motorcycle like he's a cool dude and then he's doing the elaine dance it's pretty
1: funny. um having met him now because i could now say i've mm-hmm. met him i would not have predicted the elaine dance right yeah it's pretty yeah. ironic yes it's it's pretty great so does it still embarrass you or does it just embarrass the kids like, no are, are you- no no it doesn't embarrass me it cracks yeah. me up yeah Anything that embarrasses my kids only adds to my joy, you know, so we're good there. So I, yeah, I have to admit I've, I've hit this. so my kids are, so Adele is like full on, don't embarrass me in public phase. (laughs) It's like my favorite. (laughs) And Mira gets, she has moments. She still kind of thinks I'm funny. Um, But it makes me like, I just have this instinct to like completely ramp it up rather than respect her desire for me to not embarrass her it's like oh wait this thing that I was doing right here this was the thing that was embarrassing you this thing that I'm doing right now this thing that I'm doing more and more and, and I just like make it bigger and bigger until she's like turns beet red and it's so much fun I like I I don't know if my parents also found joy in embarrassing me as a preteen and early teenager. But it really is. Did they wonderful. have a pulse?
0: Because I'm pretty sure yeah. it's universal. I guess
1: this this must be this must be like a parenting stage in addition to a you know like childhood stage because it, it, I really I do I get I get sheer joy out of it and it's it's a little bit because it's kind of like torturing her a little bit. I mean, it's embarrassment. It's not like it's the end of the world. But my husband and I will have these conversations of like. Oh, you know, we shouldn't do that. Like, what? You know, if if we're embarrassing her too much, is she gonna, you know, tell us when she? You said the should word, so I'm already out. I'm already know, like, I'm just, it's totally fine. We're just wondering, like, will she tell us if she, when she gets asked out by a boy? Like, you know, we want her to have open communication with us as she enters, you know, a pretty major transitional time in her life, and, and we'll have this conversation of like, oh, we, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do this, but. <laughs> So great, so great! Oh, we shouldn't do it. It's bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. We shouldn't do it. Oh, it's so great. That's so great. It's so great. And we just were having this like external dialogue of like, oh, you know, this embarrassing her is probably not something that uh, that is a great thing to be engaging in. But it's it is it's pure joy. I'm gonna say it's
0: a rite of passage. I'm gonna like. I truly feel I would never do anything that was legit private right. right but and i also know that i happen to be a cool parent like this is this is a a badge of honor that i get to wear and so i have to offset it with something you know like the <laughs> world cannot be rainbows and unicorns and mario stars all the time like you know, when Cole's a slumber party and I ask, can we play Mario Kart? And I'm like yelling curse words on the screen as I pass them. And I'm like, see you later, suckers. You know? And like, I I then have to offset my coolness with embarrassing moments. So it's for sure a rite of passage. And I'm not going to worry about it. I feel like my mom was a young mom and she took every opportunity to embarrass me. And I... As embarrassed as I acted, I actually thought it was pretty funny because most of my embarrassment-inducing activities are intentionally comedic in some sort of capacity. So, All right, moving along. I am super excited to share with you my holiday secret that my children don't know and they won't hear because they don't listen to this podcast, but also because it won't come out (laughs) until it's safe for them to hear it. Can I tell you? What? What you I, I'm like doing little like Grinch hands, and I'm wiggling my fingers, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um. So you know how we like to do experiences over gifts. Uh-huh. First of all, let me just tell you that when Wesley wrote his letter to Santa, I almost lost it. Like, I just was like bawling on the inside because do you know there's like emailSanta.com? This is a legit website, right? And he writes out his, you know, email to Santa and sends it off. And then Santa acknowledges and sends a note back. And this year they did videos like Santa's receiving your email at his desk, which is pretty cute. Anyway, so he wrote his email to Santa and was like, "Um, you know, I have a lot of toys already. And I don't think I need any more, especially when there are other people who need more toys. Instead, what I would like is a journal to record my feelings and to help me get more organized and some books. Sarah, I can't oh. even, like, I didn't raise this child. He cannot possibly be mine. He's too good.
1: <laughs> that is, um, like, that's, it's so grown up.
0: Right? I just wanted to, like... Hug him and tell him, like, Mommy will get you anything you want. You're
1: amazing. <laughs> um, I will buy you all the toys
0: now. Yes. And Finn told me he didn't need anything for Christmas because he already got what he really wanted, which is a puppy. Um, and Cole wants to travel. These are the three things that my kids told me they wanted for Christmas. So I'm, like, super, super ecstatic that we pretty much have we have one thing coming to each of them from santa and then their aunts and uncles and grandparents are getting them some things and that's it we're getting them one big trip we're doing a european cruise we're oh wow we're flying in to italy and we're spending an extra day day in rome and we want to do pompeii and that whole thing like because the kids are really into history like like Matt and I are super geeks about history and stuff like that and culture. So are the kids and food, like the whole thing, like they just want to experience it. And so the cruise goes the opposite direction of the other European cruise that I did, which went down like Turkey and Greece. This one is going to go around Spain. So Finn can speak Spanish. I'm so excited. And then, cause listeners, if you don't know, my son is in um, Spanish immersion. So he's fluent in Spanish. And then, um, it'll go up uh France and Paris and London. Like we're doing all of the amazing things. Oh, and we're ending in London and spending obviously extra time in London so I can do the Harry Potter thing stuff. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. Um Matt and I have never done any sort of international travel before and now we're going to be able to do like all of these amazing cities. When we were asking the kids where they wanted to travel, I was like give me one city outside of the United States and give me one city in the United States. Like, where's your dream place to travel? They each were like listing European cities, London, Paris, Rome, um, and they they would explain why. And it was all related to like history and culture. And again, I was having one of those mom moments where I was just like, oh my God, like you're not telling me you want to go to the, you know, like the theme park and do the things and ride, you know, play the video games. You're like, I want to experience culture and see the Coliseum. And I'm like, okay, I'll take you. So I am so super excited. And what Matt and I are doing is we're packaging A clue about each city that we're going to into a box, and we're gonna make them figure out like what city is it is, and then at the end we're gonna be like, and we're going to all of those on a cruise. So, oh, fun! How amazing! I'm so excited! I'm like, also, I'm not sure they're gonna be able to go to college because it's crazy expensive. (laughs) (laughs) But it's
1: you know, it's wonder. I mean, loans are for.
0: Normally, we would spend a significant amount of money on all of them for. Christmas anyway, right? So it's like being able to just do like one gift essentially for each of them um, and be able to have that insanely memorable lifetime trip together is so exciting. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing, and it's going to be a big reveal on Christmas. They have no idea. I mean, they know that they asked for travel and that we'll probably go somewhere, but I think that like their idea of where they thought we were going is like back to California or, you know, to Chicago. That looks cool when you guys went there, like kind of little places like that. We're also going to go to Canada. I booked (gasps) us a trip to Niagara Falls on the Canada side.
1: Uh, That is the, I mean, okay. So, before I say this thing, <laughs> remember, I have applied for American citizenship. And you I love have, America. I, I put a ring on it. I'm like, <laughs> I am so... You're committed. I'm committed. I love this country. But when it comes to Niagara Falls, the Canadian side really is the best side.
0: I have heard that, which is why... We booked our stay on the Canadian side, yeah. and it'll also be kind of a good little intro to Canada because we don't have to go like you know too far in who it's
1: crazy and wild up in Canada. <laughs> Cause, I mean, because when you go to Canada, it's you know it's like a whole different country. I exactly, mean, you need to, you speak, need to be close to Canadian exactly over there. A like I don't Listen, know, how you're gonna be able you to have to out.
0: apologize and hug people. Like yeah. it's a lot to handle.
1: You got to stay near the edge. Don't say excuse me when you're going through a crowd say sorry when you're going through a crowd. I
0: legit have that memory burned into my brain. You know how some like memories are super vivid and people sometimes tell me like this whole elaborate thing that I did. And I'm like, really? I don't remember that at all. The moment that we were in the plane and someone was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And I was like, what,
1: why, why aren't they just saying, excuse me? And you're like, no, 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 don't say excuse me. Say sorry. Yeah. Yeah. That from our six hours in Toronto on book tour together. Yep. That was great. Um, you yeah, guys got I any mean, big plans for holidays? The other thing is, instead of saying right at the end of a sentence, Canadians, especially like Southwest, would say a. a. So the way you say right at the end of the sentence, oh my gosh, right? Yeah. They would say, A, yay. Yeah, Wait, like it's, <laughs> it's that, right? That's the, that's the difference. And then just uh, think wide open A sounds <sighs> avocado cilantro i don't think we're gonna Can. be able to
0: disguise that we are super american
1: no. so
0: i'm just gonna roll with it
1: yeah i mean you're going you're going to an english-speaking area of canada you'll be fine yeah, we'll be fine
0: what are you guys doing for the holidays
1: <laughs> oh p.s those <laughs> trips are like way in the future
0: by the way it's not like this is happening over christmas so it's gonna I, be spring I assumed
1: break. i assume you're, you're going in the summer or spring break Spring or? break yeah that'll be fun um so my husband is picking up his mother at the airport as we record. Uh so she's coming for 3 weeks which will be really nice. And so usually when my mother-in-law's around, I mean we tend to do at least a couple sort of locally touristy things and we've got a few things that we uh sort of like Atlanta landmarky things that we still haven't ever gone to so that's going to be the big sort of like tourist in your own backyard type. Um uh, plan for this trip. And then we usually will go, we also have like our favorites, like the science museum, cause remember, so we'll, we'll probably go there. And, um, we usually go hiking, but my mother-in-law, um, doesn't like hiking anywhere. She's more scared of falling now. So she doesn't like hiking anywhere where there's like uneven ground. So we'll probably have to stick to more like groomed trails, which is a little bit, you know, I, I prefer to like really feel like I'm in the woods. But, um, I mean, anytime I can be surrounded by pretty trees and rivers and stuff, it's still fun. So, you know, we'll probably just do lots of just kind of relaxing-ish kind of, you know, exploring around our local area. And What is your anticipated weather situation? Well, our normal weather pattern in Atlanta in the winter is like a few sunny, cold days and then a few warm, rainy days. So, you know, we get we don't even get snow every year. And then if we do get snow, it's usually like half an inch. So, granted, last year at this time, I think we had like seven inches of snow, which was like a crazy record. Um, but I'm, you know, there's no snow in the forecast at this point. So I'm just expecting kind of our, our standard, you know, it's it's a very, I mean, we've got mild winters. It's lovely. So I can't complain about the winters here at all. It's been one of those weird years where it's
0: supposed to be a lot of snow and our area, and I'm using quotation marks, has already had two big snows, though my city has got like zip. We got like an inch once. There were... Like an hour from us. They got like 18 inches. What? We got nothing. It was so wow. disappointing. We were like ready. We were ready and excited. We haven't had a good snow in a couple of years. You guys got like six inches. We got nothing last year. So the kids are all like crossing their fingers and hoping we can get some actual winter weather around here.
1: My <laughs> mother-in-law would be much, much happier if it did not snow while she was I'm here. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> well, where she, you she are, doesn't... you're much, much
0: less likely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. We seem to be getting, it seems to be sort of a a global warming climate change type effect that we seem to get more like that magic combination of it's two degrees below freezing while it's precipitating. Like that, here it tends to rain as it's warming up. So even if you get a little bit of ice, it rains over top and then it's, you know, it's gone immediately. So um, it seems to be like the last couple of years there's been... Quite a lot more snow, which I mean, that's that's a that's a whole other topic of stuff that we don't normally talk about on this podcast of science. <laughs> but uh, just once
0: yeah. you open that can of worms, and then we'll just okay, grab a lid, everybody. We're just going to put that over here for a minute. Um, <laughs> Client,
1: climate, talking about climate change, science is interesting, but it does seem beyond the scope of the Pillow View podcast.
0: Yes. Well, I hope. That you, Sarah, and all of you listeners have a wonderful, happy holiday season, whether you celebrate Christmas or not. You know, if you celebrated Hanukkah and it's over, if you don't celebrate any holiday, surely New Year's Eve is one that you have upcoming. Um, so, regardless, it's always a good time to reflect and think about the year that's passed and hopefully spend time with loved ones. You know, yesterday was the anniversary of our brother's passing two years ago. And having been through holidays now without a loved one whose presence you really feel not there. Um, I I know that holidays are not always the most joyous of occasions when you feel like you're missing someone, but I can attest to the fact that time does make things e- i don't want to say easier it's softer the pain is mm-hmm. the pain is softer and the memory never goes away and the love that you have for the person never goes away but it is it is a little more distant and a little more faded as time goes on how that pain will sting you it'll come back but i hope that no matter you know, who you might be missing or who you're not missing and who you are getting to enjoy spending time with that um, you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. And I'm excited because our next podcast, um, we get to focus on what we want 2019 to look like. And for the first time in my life, I'm thinking bigger than just you know, like body resolutions. I feel like Mm. that's a thing that we focus on a lot. And I'm, I'm ruminating on the idea that there's a lot more in my life than just my physical presence. And um, (laughs) I'm I'm thinking that would be a good concept to
1: to discuss. So, uh. so thanks for listening. Have a happy and safe holiday season. And we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to The Paleo View. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes. You can also support us by shopping for our favorite paleo products on the sidebars of our individual websites or by donating through PayPal.
0: I'm really looking forward to spending the next two weeks stuck inside my house with my kids. Said no one ever. I could not get them out of my office. I literally just shouted. I'm already four minutes late. Get out.
1: (laughs) It's going to shape up real nice. You know, so there's this thing that you're allowed to do, and that is uh, drink alcohol and sleep. Oh, yeah. Drink, drink, ignore them. (laughs) Let them watch as much screen time as they want so that you can have peace and quiet. Okay, I'm going to go check on the pine cones. (laughs) Hasn't been an hour yet, but okay. No, it said, it said you have to stay in the kitchen. Don't leave the kitchen because apparently they can catch fire. That seems legit. You're right. So I'm going to go check on them and then uh, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be right back. They're not burning.
0: I'm glad your house is not on fire. That's important. <laughs> They are just just starting to open. But priorities. The podcast comes first, friends. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse
0: you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.